welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress, hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. This is Deborah Heim. Think of me as your alternative hair bestie. In addition to being able to advise you what style to wear, what is the closest to what you're looking for that's available out there in alternative hair, I can help you with that. But a lot of what I do is help women, mainly, sometimes men, get okay with themselves because when you have hair loss or if you don't, for whatever reason you're wearing alternative hair, Often there is a chronic condition that goes along with it. So many conditions overlap nowadays. You may not be diagnosed with alopecia, but you're on medications for thyroid, for what have you, that affect your hair growth and loss. And when you look in the mirror and you're unhappy with how you look, it takes a toll on you. Now, part of it can be fixed by finding the right alternative hair, but a lot more of changing what you already believe goes into it. 
because I have been there myself when you're paralyzed with fear and you don't know what to do. I'm going to try and teach you how to get through that with a couple techniques. Often the real reason that you might think that something doesn't look good on you or what have you isn't the item, the wig, the clothing, whatever itself. Often it's because a belief has become ingrained in your head to think of yourself in a certain way. That's the fear part of when you're changing styles or colors. And that is why it's not as easy as it looks. And trust me, if I've done nothing since I opened my shop in 2017, it was to try and be that example of facing the camera in all different types of alternative hair and all different types of look to show that it can be done, but also that you can do it too. Because trust me, it is still not easy for me. Not to discourage you, but any wig that I put on, often it depends on the day that I'm trying it on. Some days I will hate some of my most favorite wigs, but I know that is just my old programming. So I've been able to learn how to get by that. And that's what enables me to wear a wig confidently, to take my wig off in the shop, to show you that you can do it too. Because so many people can tell you about hair loss, but it's not like they're empowering you to get out of that condition, if you know what I mean. Sometimes the negativity becomes a comfort level. And when you start to realize that, I want you to know that when you take small steps, you can change your entire mindset, outlook, life for the better. I see so many that are caught in the cycle of disappointment of wig after wig or not starting at all because they can't find something that looks close enough to what they can accept in their head with their old hair. But I've said it before, it is not your old hair, but it can be your new hair and your new way of life. I mean, I took it and had fun with it. When I get dressed in the morning, The last thing I do is choose my wig. I decide what glasses I'm going to wear or not glasses, what outfit. And from there, I can choose my hair to go with the look. And let me tell you, it is freeing. The ease is wonderful. And I don't believe had I not opened the shop and tried to be the example for everyone else, I may not have had the courage to get there. So bottom line is I am encouraging you to, number one, have more than one wig. And number two, don't limit yourself on trying something new. One of the most common questions that I will get asked is, how long should this wig last? And the answer to that, most people don't really want to hear this, but it is in how you take care of it. But I can give you some tips if you're choosing a first wig on how to choose one that will last longer. But again, we'll get back to how you take care of it. And before I end the episode, I will wrap it up with a little bit of what I say to each and every client that comes to my shop. Because when you come to shop in person with me, it's not that I'm going to just sell the wig you saw in a review. I'm going to take you. We're going to measure your head. We're going to try different things on. I'm going to ask you what look you're going for because Not everything in a quality wig or topper is out there that you might be envisioning in your head. But if that's the case, 
I'm going to know that and I'm going to be able to tell you that and suggest what you can find in your budget and for your look. And that's one of the things I can also do via virtual consultation. And if I forget to mention it, DebraHeim.com or VeryBestLittleHairHouse.com, there is a contact me form. Just send me a quick note and we can go from there. I can hop on a discovery call, I guess they call it with you at no charge, and we can see if there's any way I can help you further. So let's say you are going from hair loss or about to go through chemo and sudden hair loss. And my number one tip for choosing a wig that will last is don't go too long. Now, I know nobody wants to hear that because I know my dream hair is the long hair, the princess hair. But I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't matter what the wig is made out of, whether it's human hair, whether it's synthetic. If you go much past the shoulder length, the tendency to tangle and the tendency to frizz is there until you really know how to comb and be aware of what it's doing entire time you're wearing it. Now, I don't mean to sound that sound like a struggle, but what I do when I go to the bathroom every time is to just give a quick comb to the nape of the neck, or if it's a longer wig, often I will scrunchie and clip it up. And not only does that give you versatility on your wig, but anywhere where your wig rubs, like say your collar, your shoulders, your coat, Anywhere you create friction, that is where you're going to see the propensity to frizz. So be aware of that, especially in winter seasons or when it's cold. When you put your coat on, I see a lot of women throw their coat over their existing hair. And I can see when you wear a wig, this is going to be a problem. And then take their hand and yank the hair out over the coat collar. That's a definite no-no in a long wig. Any type of friction like that is going to take its wear and tear on that. The next tip to make it last that I tell everybody is do not overwash it. Now, that is my school of thought. There are people out there that will tell you differently, and there's millions of products that you can use to supposedly revitalize your wig. But what I've found and what I teach people coming to my shop is the less you do to it, the better. And when you are combing, comb very gently. If there's a tool that works better for you to avoid the pulling, some people prefer brushes, that is fine too. But when you are combing, especially a longer wig, comb it from the bottom up, if that makes sense. Sometimes I just use the edge of the comb because when it tangles, it gives you the urge to like pull on it a little bit. And that is definitely a no-no. So always take your time when you're combing out your wig. They do sell products that will help you detangle a wig. But the thing you need to remember with products is they do build up. Then you are into washing your wig again, which I avoid not only because it helps it to make my wigs last longer, but also because it makes your life easier. The next thing I can suggest to make your wig last longer is to have more than one. Now, this is also for an ease reason. I know there are many women out there that are like just living with one wig, but I want you to allow yourself to have either a duplicate, say you wear a shoulder length straight wig, 
find a shoulder length wavy wig that will give you some versatility and that ease in the morning and also the style choice. To me, this is easy, convenient, and good all-in-one package when you can have more than one. At the point I am now, I easily get a year or more out of wearing a wig. And you're probably like, well, yeah, but you have tons of wigs. But you know what? I didn't get there overnight. I've gone through it just like you. Limit myself to just one wig. And as you allow yourself a little more freedom in what you can try, and what you allow yourself to have, the ease really contributes to you feeling good about yourself. And I can't stress that enough. Another thing I do to make my wigs last is the concept of what I call the house wig. When I get a new wig, I will wear that one for going to the shop, special occasions, what have you. And the wig I have worn most frequently, I will demote to like second place or your house wig type of wig. So that way, when you go out, you are assured you're going to have your freshest wig to wear out. Of course, you can avoid that as well by having more than one fresh wig. But I'm trying to give you pointers so that as you're starting out, how to get that ease and joy in your life. And that is the number one upside of alternative hair that I keep talking about all day is the joy that you can have from being red carpet gorgeous in five minutes. Last episode, I talked about celebrities that know this and depend on this. And why can't you have that same level of ease and looking good in your life? Answer is that you can. And I am here to help you do that. And when you see me today or you see me on videos or whatever, it might look like I have it all going on. But I've been through some pretty devastating things myself. And it's all in how you choose to handle it. I just don't talk about them every day because they've become a part of my past. But I want you to know, I know the pain of chronic illness, of hair loss, and I am here to help you through it. First thing that you have to do, I talked about this before, is know when you're talking to yourself in a negative way and stop that cycle. The most important thing to break the cycle is to know that you're doing it. And instead of getting caught up in disappointment because a wig didn't work out well or didn't last as long as you like, look at it, reframe it as a learning experience, and go from there. I see so many people beating up on themselves because of a bad choice or what have you. Hey, it happens. I have also seen people kind of punishing themselves, like making themselves wear something that doesn't make them look or feel joy just because they spent the money on it. I beg of you, take a look at that. Why would you continue to put yourself through something when it already made you feel bad? See, that's where you get into you choose to look at whatever you're looking at, whatever way you want. So you could frame it in the negative way or the positive way. If you're at a point in your life where this seems like all kind of Pollyanna crap, I've been there too. There is a technique called EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, that has totally revitalized my life, and I am qualified to help you learn it as well too. If you don't know what it is, there are several YouTube videos out there that can explain it much better than I can. But as someone with a scientific background, I was a nurse all my life. 
I hesitated to believe that this would work. I mean, something I could do myself and learn to do? Could it really be that simple? And as it turns out, it is. EFT is basically a technique of tapping through a series of points, depending on who teaches the technique to you, can start at the top of your head, work down your face to your collarbone, to your side, and then back up again. Sometimes it includes tapping on your fingers. Again, there's no wrong way to do it. And you are going to be tapping on these areas, which are acupressure points. And while you are doing that, you are going to voice through some of the fears that you have. And it may sound crazy, but there's something about the combination of saying what you fear out loud and moving that stuck energy and doing this technique that will help you immensely. When I first started doing it, I was very skeptical, as I've said, but I noticed as I kept doing it, by the end of the day, the things that I was constantly worried about, like on the little racetrack in my mind, going around and around, I would pick a subject and tap on that. Can't say I felt anything at first, like it's not earth shattering, I'll tell you that right now, but what I did notice is at the end of the day, my mind had gone back to that subject less and less. And if you think about it, negative thoughts and fears go hand in hand with a lot of the things going on in our world today. EFT is something that I beg you to at least check out. I will be having a EFT video in my wig group, Wise Wig Advice, on Facebook. And you are welcome to join that. As I said before, it is a private group. You are free to ask questions, and someone, if not myself, will answer them, and I would love to hear from you. Hopefully, I've said something that can help you today. If I can help you more, you know where to find me. And until next episode, peace, love, and alternative hair. You're beautiful. Bye-bye. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.